Welcome back, everybody, to episode 44 of A to Z Sports Talk. I'm AJ here with my co-host. Zach. There you go. <laughs> it's been a really, how, do, how should I expre- describe it? A really exciting last couple of days for A to Z Sports Talk here. Um, our couple of videos have blown up on TikTok. A couple of guys have reposted us on TikTok. We're up to 868 followers there. Um, we are four away from our giveaway on YouTube, which is super cool. Um, and then we, I, we haven't Keep the gear under $20 okay. <laughs> for real. Yeah. The giveaway if, for those that don't know any hat or shirt of your liking, hopefully not way too expensive. Unless Some it's people were saying, Chicago, anything to do with LeBron James. <laughs> um, yeah, then you're good. Some people were saying, uh, I want a baby blue Goldie Jersey. I'm like, Holy cow. That's like 200 bucks. Shirt. <laughs> shirt. T-shirt. Shirt. Or hat, shirt or hat, yes. We'll get you the um, one with just the the t-shirt with Goldie on the back. We're <laughs> yeah. <Or> not rich. <laughs> we also have not mentioned on here, I don't think. We need one more guy for fantasy football um, to have a 10-man league. It's a $10 entry. The winner gets, what is that, 90 bucks, I guess, altogether? Yeah. Is that right? Um, so we need one more person to that. So DM us if you really want to join us for that. Uh, Instagram is up 25 followers up to like 140 something now. And, uh, we got another, we got another one on Twitter, my man. We got yeah. another one. <laughs> Let's go. Um, too. also last thing I have to say before I hand it off to you, we have a new intro that I'm personally working on. Uh, cause Zach, uh, I did not mention it. Uh, I guess it has, hasn't happened. We haven't had an episode since this happened, but, uh, you came up with a tremendous new logo for us. That thing is like literally so cool i think it took so so many hours to <laughs> did it get now. that just change all those colors basically <laughs> did it by hand so yeah i should be an artist i will say there's been a lot of like on my personal instagram people saying they really like it uh it's really like it's really popping on like tiktok because you can mm-hmm. see the arch in the background so we get a lot of st louis followers so kudos to you for that that's that's a uh nice addition all i did was uh, put a filter on a picture then put some uh letters right over it hey it's amazing it's it works the both Um, apps i use for that i uh no longer have on my phone so i just deleted them right after after. (laughs) we um are working on that new intro though um i'm going to be working on it and so these the last episode and this episode will not have an intro uh to it we'll just hop right into it but um the new intro video will be coming with update updated um everything on it but that's all i'm out of breath already you doing all right yeah i'm doing good uh good yesterday went to my first jacksonville jaguars game preseason game so i don't know if that really counts but it was pretty great um had a fun time trying to park which sucked i like bought my thing online and then because i'm like i don't know any of the lots really where to go and uh work was doing a tailgate before the game so then i bought like a pre-pass somewhere online and i go to the lot and uh i show up and this guy's like yeah this isn't the right lot you have to go this one right down the street but i'm like literally on the picture on like my confirmation it like i looked at the picture it was literally this lot and he's like sorry i'm like okay whatever i just i was just i was i can't handle this so i just pulled back down the street parked there and then leaving the game was just awful because Jacksonville, there's a river that goes like right through the city and there's a ton of bridges and the stadium's right basically next to the river. So there's not a lot of ways to like 
leave kind of you had to go over some yeah. bridges and oh my god the way they had the traffic it was just it took me like an hour to get home when it usually it, takes me like 20 minutes was it pretty packed it actually was very packed we played the steelers yeah. and the steeler fans uh travel pretty well yeah um not a huge fan of the steelers to be honest but yeah it was exciting to see an nfl game for the first time since 2018 in person um, is that what cowboys against atlanta right yeah cowboys in, won in, in atlanta last field goal. yeah was it was it in atlanta or was yeah it? it was in atlanta that's what i thought um, um you got to see sure. the uh clemson uh reunion i guess it is right? yeah the clemson backfield uh yep. trevor looked good he played pretty good um he missed some throws but overall he did good and uh etn had some good runs he didn't carry the ball that much maybe like five or six times but uh, I will say their big uh, all-season signing, Christian Kirk, got a lot of targets and receptions, and he looked pretty good. And uh, the Jaguars' pass rush was pretty good. So I think the Jaguars are going to be sneaky, sneaky good this year. Yeah, I'm excited to watch them go to some games. I wonder if they're going to work on uh, ETN's workload a little bit, especially during preseason after coming off that Yeah, injury. probably. Um. You know what's weird is, you know, his injury last year in preseason, the Liz Frank, Matt Corral from Carolina, he had that exact same Liz Frank injury, and he's out Uh for the year. Very, like, just weird. I've never heard of that injury until last year, until ET had it. So what is that exactly? Something with the foot. Oh, it's a foot thing? I thought, I thought I could have sworn ETN was a knee thing. Was that a foot? No, it was a foot. Okay. It's like a fracture or something. Gotcha. Um, So I guess we can get it started. You know, we haven't done the pickle the last couple episodes. Yeah. And I have first personally, I've forgotten about it. And today I did it without like already. I think it was, uh, I can find it real quick. But my point is we're not going to do the the pickle today because I've already done it. Um, but do you want to get us started with your, uh, did you see it of the yeah. weekend? So my first, did you see it is, um, this happened a couple days ago, but Big Ten reached a seven year a TV deal for $7 billion with CBS, Fox, and NBC. And uh, it'll take place in 2023, so next year, I believe. And it's massive. It's like three or, yeah, the three different programs. They're going to have like, one of them is going to have like the noon game. Then one's going to have the afternoon, which is going to be CBS. And then one will have the late. And really, I brought this up because... SEC is now going with ESPN in like 2024 because I think CBS still has SEC for next year. And it's just sad because whenever they did their uh, like introduction or there's a video of, about them like getting the deal and it was just put the CBS sports um, like sound like going to the games in the background to Big Ten and it was just felt so wrong. Yeah. I just felt like I just felt violated. I don't know. I just is- it's not going to be. It's just you can't have like those big te- big ten teams with that CBS noise. Like it has to just yeah. be like it's always Alabama, Georgia. Alabama, it's literally <clears throat> yep. Alabama or Georgia versus anyone else. Yes, it's like and now it's, it's very be like nostalgic. Yeah, Ohio State versus Michigan. Ugh. Yeah, it's not the same. Rutgers the same versus Northwestern. No. <laughs> Nebraska versus <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Penn Rutgers State versus, versus Illinois. <laughs> Indiana versus. Who else is in there? Did you Minnesota. say Nebraska? Minnesota. Yeah, I said yeah. Nebraska. Basically just named every Big Ten team. 
<laughs> Maryland versus oh man. You say Michigan State? Yeah, Maryland versus Michigan State. That's exciting right there. That's a yeah. fun matchup. Yeah, I'm not not looking forward to it. ESPN's gonna have awful broadcast for SEC games. Because we have yep. ESPN for ACC. Sucks. They're not bad. It depends on the announcers you get. I'm not a big fan of the majority of ESPN. I like. I really don't like the MLB ones. Their baseball um, is awful. Yeah, it's so bad. It just. I don't know what it is. It just feels like they never talk during it. It's like quiet. It is. I don't know. It's just weird. And well, for me, it's. Um, I think Carl Ravitch is average. I think he's a fine. Mm-hmm. Like nothing special. Eduardo Perez always sounds like he has phlegm in his throat. Yeah, uh, I can't get over that. And then they added David Cohn, former pitcher for the Yankees, and he's super nasally. I don't know. It's more of just an I thought annoying. They had A Rod on there too. They had A Rod. Now he does that um, that that side one on ESPN oh, News God. or ESPN Two. A Rod was awful. Yeah, because a couple weeks ago I turned on uh, the Sunday night baseball game, and I turned it on. It was A Rod, and it's Michael K, the Yankees announcer. It's, it's the K Rod cast or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, I was, it was awful, absolutely awful. And I'm like, this is like, why can't I just watch the game? I literally muted yeah. it. And then I realized I was on ESPN2 the entire time, and there was yeah. a normal broadcast. They're, they're better than what A-Rod and, and Michael K were. That was I will say, I, now thinking about it, the ESPN college football isn't that bad. They do have some good players. Yes, I mean, people, that's true. broadcasters, especially yeah. with uh, their – like the late night one on ABC with Kirk and oh, that's good. That's like the best. I yeah, oh, I so love good. Kirk. Her, her Honestly, too. now I'm thinking about it. The ESPN's bad at. I don't really watch ESPN NBA or anything, but um, they have a they have so many different people. Like it, it literally depends on the night. But I think ESPN's pretty solid for. Um, they're pretty solid for college football, I'd say. I retract my statement I made earlier. What's and the college Fowler? basketball, they're okay. What's Fowler's first name for uh, college football? Chris Fowler. I like him a lot. Yeah, he did. Really um, he did Wimbledon, the tennis tournament. Yeah, that was phenomenal. <clears throat> I thought he was so good. Yeah, him and him and Kirk Herbstreet are really really good. Yeah, I like Kirk. A lot of people give that- Kirk some trouble because they're like, "Oh, he loves Ohio State," but I think Kirk's pretty good. Where did he play? Ohio State. Oh, did he play at Ohio yeah. State? Okay. Um, and was that your I only? I love College Game Day. Greatest, greatest show of all time. You tweeted about it. It's back. I also have another. Did you see Saturday. it? Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this video. It kind of goes with the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, theme here, but there's a fight at the Jacksonville Jaguars preseason game. Nothing gets fans more riled up and the tensions brewing than a preseason football game. <laughs> against the Steelers and the Jaguars. These people were went at it. Uh I haven't I don't think I sent it to you guys on Twitter, but it was a uh, pretty uh nasty. Yeah, there's a so lot did, of people involved in this fight going at it. Did you see it on um on uh like online or did you see it in person happening? Oh, it was in the fourth quarter. I was long gone by Oh, then. that's right. Okay. But in that's that funny. area, I sat kind of close there cuz I did buy tickets higher and then we just sat down low and open seat. Yeah. Well, um, that's funny that you said that because it must be a preseason thing because the the Buccaneers game had a big brawl going to there too. A couple Tom Brady jerseys were were going at it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what it is. Also, I was sitting there at preseason and 
like, yes, I know like some people it's cheaper to go there. So a lot of people or people that don't usually go during the regular season get to go to preseason. But like there was people like, or the Steelers like scored a big touchdown and the Steelers fans were going like crazy. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. They scored, but at the same time, this game literally has does not matter. Yeah. At all. I, I was like, it was getting loud for like the Jaguars when we were on defense too. And I'm like, okay, I guess I didn't know preseason games got this hype. Before I go to my, did you see it? You saw Kenny Pickett live then, right? Yeah. How was he? He was okay. He played pretty good. I don't know. There's a like lot of talk Pickett. about him. I'm, so, I'm, yeah, I know I saw Kenny Pickett in Clemson too. I just, he was irrelevant. Did they have him year. start that game? Oh, uh, no, Trubisky, Trubisky started. Okay. That's what I was curious about. Good stuff, Zach. Um, my did you see it is a, is a quick NBA one here. I saw it this morning. I think it happened today. <laughs> one of your and I, uh, one of me and yours, I don't know how to say that, our, one of our favorite NBA players, um, one of the best NBA players of all time, Udonis Haslam, mm. is returning for his 20th season to sit on the bench and waste a roster spot. <laughs> I, I think he does a lot behind the scenes um teaching but it's more like a coach yeah exactly make him an assistant coach i saw the the instagram that said udonis has him to play his 20th season in my head i'm like he hasn't played the last five years no no yeah unbelievable yeah you think they just make him as a coach and save up a roster spot but yeah for real it's ridiculous 20th season i would think he'd try to end it on a 20th i think he's got to be close to 40 if not 40 already yeah um yeah i thought that was funny but uh, I will this is say some... this is not really. Yeah. Did you see it? But this is for when Conley comes back on Thursday. I'm really excited for. I guess this really isn't. A, did you see it? But I'm really excited to hear Conley talk about the music festival he went to this uh-huh. past weekend because he was supposed to all this stuff on it. Snapchat story. I saw it. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. He so. like he uh, he was having a good time there. Um, so this this next segment, Ooh, our pools is in the game. Sorry, continue. Man, I'm always a little so for people that don't know, we do have game three of the Diamondbacks Cardinal series on in the background. Um, I'm always a little behind you, so I'm not even gonna look at it. So you just react as it goes here. Yeah, you um, keep talking what you're doing, and I'll I'm locked in right now. All right. So a lot of followers that we have gotten on TikTok, Instagram are Cardinals fans. So welcome everybody that's new. Um, so the Cardinals are in Arizona right now. They're on fire. They continued it. Um what is today? Saturday? No, Sunday. So Friday yeah. night, game one, Cardinals versus Diamondbacks. Cardinals win five to one. Michaelis was fantastic. Um, he's really ba- bounced back well after having that really bad outing in Colorado. Eight innings, two hits, one run given up. Um, Goldie, three for four, a homer and two RBIs. So Nato, good. Nato, four for five, three doubles, two RBIs. Those guys are just all year long been carrying us. Um, I think he's hit Albert. Was it single? Yeah, right up the middle, crushed it. Right on. Well, moving on to Albert. I mean, we can move on to Albert because that was game two. Um, but the last thing with game one is uh, Hicks closed it out, and I made it. I made a video on TikTok about him, how nasty he was because he put the first couple guys on, mm-hmm. and then he painted one oh four with his sinker. It right was on beautiful. One oh three, one oh two. I mean, he was just. Yeah, he struck out the side after he put those first couple of guys on. Um, and then last night, we'll get to that in a second. I'm, I'll mm. get to that in a second. Um, game two, though, the Cardinals win 16-7. to seven. That was Saturday night. Uh, there's so much to get to here, though. I'm just going to list off some and then uh, let you come in. But 
Uh, O'Neal, two for six. That was good to see him get a couple mm-hmm. hits. Uh, Goldie, three for six, a homer and four RBIs. He's now at 100 RBIs on the season. Would, uh, would like you Like 31 home, no, 30 homers, 100 RBIs, and there's like 40 some games left. Yeah, 31. You, you, were, you were right the first time. 31, 31 homers. 31. He got uh, one in game one and one game oh, two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 31 homers, 100 RBIs, batting 342 before today. Or he should still be up there. I think he may be at 340. Would you say MVP? If you're, if you're any kind of if you even like touched a baseball in your life you would know he's the MVP. <laughs> you would know yeah mvp for sure he's um, actually gonna the, he's up he's gonna be up to bat here after this uh, pitching change the biggest storyline of game two saturday night was the machine four for four for albert pujols two two homers they looked identical one was 429 yeah. and one was 437 did you hear Dan McLaughlin's call of that thing too? Yeah. So so, so I didn't see it because I was at the game, but I get this text from my mom. Albert hit a home run. I'm like, gosh dang it! Of course, when I go to the game, <laughs> I miss it. Yeah. And then I get another like buzz on my Apple Watch, and it's he did it again. I'm like, wait, Albert hit another home run. I'm like, you gotta yes. be kidding me, dude! It was unbelievable. Um, and then he had a he hit one off the base of the wall, got a single out of that. And then he got a single in his last about two. And then they pinched it with Gorman. Gorman's from Arizona, had a whole bunch of family there. Yeah, that's a cool people, thing. His, like, parent, his mom got like 300 people to go. Yeah. The thing is, the majority of the stadium booed because they wanted to see Albert for his fifth at bat. So, like, welcome <laughs> home, Nolan. But he uh, drove he actually, in a run. He, exactly. He drove in, uh, drove in a run there. Uh, Paul DeYoung was 0 for his last 20 with 12 strikeouts and then hit a grand slam last night. Great to see him. Uh, and I think he got a hit in right into right field earlier today. I yeah, saw. Yeah, he did. So that was good to see. He also got um, a strikeout today. I know. <laughs> of course, uh, Andrew Kisner two for four uh, on Saturday night. Um, he got hit in the hand today with the bat. Uh, yeah, he got his hand tough. chopped off. Yeah, he, he toughed it out, didn't he? And didn't yeah, he's in, he stayed in the game. Unbelievable. Oh, they um, pinched it for pools. Idiot. Skip Schumacher, bad bench coach. <laughs> Oh, you hit then, Goldie? What the heck? Did he? Yeah. Who's pitching? I don't even know. Some guy who's only pitched like nine innings. Yeah, for the Diamondbacks, yeah. Um, Newt Bar was the last hitter I had that we had to talk about here. Three for three on Saturday night. Five times on base. Had a Little League homer. Had a triple. Dalton Varshow was really struggling out there in right field. That's like remember when we made those lists and I was so high on Varsho and his like versatility. Yeah. That did not that did not look very good. No, <laughs> good it did not. Um pitching wise though, Henesis Cabrera, who really, really struggled in college. Speaking of Lars, he had a leadoff home run today, too. He did. He did. Um Cabby though, two two and a third scoreless innings. Uh that was good to see. Palante, two hitless innings. He's been so good out of the bullpen. I will say one thing about Palante. One, he's been amazing. And MLB the show, like, Jesus, update his ratings. They did this mm-hmm. last time from, like, a 54 to, like, a 60. I'm like, have you guys even watched a game? Yeah. He's an under three ERA, over 90 innings pitched. It's unbelievable. I know. Um, and then the last couple here, Gallegos has really looked a lot more consistent coming out of the bullpen. And we got to see a Cardinal debut. The Red Bull can smash and JoJo Romero looked I'm not gonna lie. Like I like that he's here just because he's fun. Yeah. But he looked good. I don't know if you got to see it. It was like I late didn't. in the game last night. I, I got back at the, from the game, 
and I turned it on uh, when we went on like the onslaught of scoring. And then we were up by like so much. And I was like, or I went to bed right before DeYoung hit the grand slam. I got the notification, hit the grand slam because I was like, mm-hmm. we're up by so much. Oh, yeah. It's in safe hands. We're good. Yeah. So I just kept it on because I knew uh, Helsley wasn't there. And I knew <clears> we used some other arms already. Um, so I wanted to get, I wanted to, I knew they were going to use Jojo and he, he was throwing 98 on the, on the paint. He, he, uh, I think he struck out two and went, went one, two, three, but he's a weapon out of the bullpen. He yeah. definitely could be, especially, that's good to see, um, from him. especially when rosters expand in the next, I guess, week and a half in September. Yeah. So, uh, I got a couple DMS or I guess our, our account did, I got a couple DMS about, uh, where's Yepes and Yepes is healthy, but he's back in triple A. And he had two home um, runs last night. Two bombs. Yeah, that was great to see. But also, uh, some might some might question why he's not up here. We have no place to really put Dick, uh, Dickerson right now. Yeah. Uh, he has. No, I don't think he has any options. And like I said, rosters are going to expand in a couple yeah. we, or a couple weeks, week and a half. You're going to call up a couple guys. Do you know how much they expand? Is it two or three? I think it uh, goes to 28. From 26, right? Yeah. So that's only two guys, really. I think. I'm not positive. Let me look. Because I'm thinking, you're definitely calling Yepes up. Arnado, two-run, single. We are now winning 5-4. to four. Let's go, man. Let's go. Let's keep that winning streak going. Um, but you'd think Burleson would get a shot. From, from anybody who doesn't know who Alec Burleson is, look him up. The dude's having a tremendous year in AAA for the Redbirds. Um, but you'd think they'd also bring up some arms like Helsley's <laughs> going to be back. So jo- Jojo will probably be up. Um, James nail has, has performed well when he's been up here. So there's a lot of options. I, somebody's going to be left off the list. So I, I'm interested to see who that is. Um, yeah, I'm also interested. Only two guys. I could have sworn in past years. It was like four or five guys. Yeah. It's 28. Huh? This was so, written in 2021, so it may have changed. But are you are you thinking Jojo Romero and Yepes then? Yeah, I guess so. I really wanted Pretty to much. see Burleson. Well, I was thinking if it was more, if they brought Burleson up, is there a chance we would see Jordan Walker uh, go to Triple A? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So I didn't tell you this, but uh, everybody listening. Um, as well, Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn had a tremendous play last night. Walker grabbed it off the wall in right field and threw a missile into second, gunned out a mm-hmm. guy running. They both, I, I posted it for us, they both saw our story. So we need we need one of you guys or both of you guys to hop on here with us. Um, that'd be awesome. But no, Jordan Walker is having a tremendous season. Wynn is starting to really get it going down there. And Joshua um, Bias, who we said last time, we're like, he's been... We haven't seen him, and he on cue hits two home runs in a game. Yes, yes, two missiles. I thought. I mean, from what I saw, because you can't really. There's only so much you can see from single A, yeah. uh, video wise. From what I've seen, they were like missiles off the bat. Um, I think that's that how you can really tell the difference in those low, like A, A, and double A's, like their exit velocity, like the players' mm-hmm. exit velocity and stuff like that. You can really tell, like how Makes they sense. separate from some of the other players. Yeah. So, I mean, with all this being said, Cardinals are in a good good spot right now. We've won six in a row. Today would be seven. It is 5-4 Cardinals. In the top of the seventh, we have first and third with one out. Gorman's up. He struck um, out. Did he? Okay. 
I'm always, man, just a little behind. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> um, but hopefully we can pull this one out and uh, get our seventh win in a row. We also have the Cubs for a rare five-game series uh, Monday through Thursday. We got a doubleheader thrown in there as well. Um, and then we got the Braves coming to town Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's so, going to be fun. Huge series. I know that place is going to be packed. This is going to so be a packed. good uh, like measuring, like a good uh, to see where we where, how we're doing against yeah a team that we will like a really good chance of seeing in the playoffs. Yep, probably an NLCS type yeah. of type of matchup. Um, my last thing, uh, Cardinals wise, before we move on to the rest of the league, how do you feel about Yachty and and what just went down with him? So he. Oh, his business that, decision? His business. his business decision, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, before I hand it off to you, uh, he has left for uh, last night's game on Saturday and today's game on Sunday for business matters, um, not an injury or anything personal. His basketball team that he owns down there in Puerto Rico is in their finals, and I think they won, actually. I think they won, yeah, because there's a team. picture of him with like a cigar in his mouth, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so how do you feel about that? Is it kind of whatever since it's, we're in a good spot and yacht, it's Yachty? Because I think if it's anybody else, we're having some problems. Yeah, if it's anyone else, we're for sure going to be like mad. But Or or if we're like playing really poorly right now. Yeah. Too. But I don't know. I, like doesn't, I wish you would have stayed. But um, like Kisner's honestly, it's not like there's a big drop off from Yachty right no, now to any no. of our catchers. <laughs> because honestly, the thing is, offensively they're all kind of providing the same thing and defensively as much as I, I personally at home by myself give Kisner some crap uh he does really well behind the plate yeah like he keeps it keeps it solid I did think of one other thing Cardinals wise one last thing I mentioned Jordan Hicks and I never got around to that Jordan Hicks <clears throat> I'm calling out Jordan Hicks right here I have only booed one Cardinal player in my life and that was when Dexter Fowler, I was there in person, and there was a ball in the corner that should it went off like the sidewall, mm. and it should have been a single, and he walked to the ball, and the guy ended up getting going to third. I have no problem if you, you're in a huge rut and you're struggling. Just hustle. So Jordan Hicks did not have his best stuff last night. Threw a couple wild pitches. Didn't look great. It happens. He's also pitching a back-to-back. I think they were trying to see if he's capable of doing that. Yeah. Obviously he did not. not. <laughs> he did not cover home plate on that one, and also he did not cover first base on an Alec Thomas, uh, like chipped uh, single or chipped ground ball. He didn't cover the base, and or it was to Goldie, and Goldie flipped it to him. He even looked at Thomas, and Thomas is very fast, and he didn't get down the line. So I had a, I had a problem with that. Um, and then did you see that play, Goldie and Arenado? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Oh my goodness, man. I don't Is think I've ever defense? seen like really something like that of no. a guy just barehanding it straight out of the air from like, like a play. I've never really even seen someone hit it like that before. No. Yeah. When right off the plate, how about that pick from Goldie though? Like he wasn't even looking. Is was his pick even skill or just like, I'm putting it down there. And right when I feel the ball hit my glove, I'm just exactly. It's just feel it had to have been, but they, the looks that they gave of just complete shock and like yeah. all of each other, that was that just made it whole. Yeah, that, was that awesome. play was ridiculous. One and of the best of the year. I think Ollie said he's like, that's like the best play I've ever seen. Like best defensive play. Uh Wayno tweeted that that's the best um defensive play he's seen Nato make. 
Yeah. And that's saying something. He makes a play every other every other game, it seems like. Um, so non-cardinals around the league, just a little update about what's going on. The Brewers are in shambles, like bad. We're bad, bad. Five they, games now, right? Five games, man. Yeah. They won today, but they lost two of three to the Cubs. The one of the rare times I'm kind of eh, okay with the Cubs winning. I know. Um, I, I mentioned the White Sox and Guardians. They split that series. Today was rained out. Um, the Atlanta Braves and the Astros, we had a World Series rematch. That was really close all three games. Um, the Braves won two out of three. The Yankees continue to suck. Um, really, They've really lost their bad. past six series. Their first time since like the 80s. So did, did you see? So today they won, actually. Uh, but they faced Alec Manoa. And these next two games, they have to go. I don't know if it's home or against the Mets. They're playing the Mets, but they have to face Scherzer and DeGrom. These next two, they just can't catch a break at all. Really? Like, I don't really know, honestly, how I know Stanton's been hurt, but like, how did the Yankees have get such a good record? You look, when you kind of look at their team, they don't, it's like judge. And then. Yeah. Not a ton of people. I know. So I was thinking the same thing this week. Like, Glabar Torres has potential, but has been all right. Josh Donaldson has been like 220. Matt Carpenter was huge for them in that stretch. So that might have something to do with it. Aaron Hicks is like the most hated man in New York right now. I don't know if you've seen some of that stuff. Uh, People are on him nonstop. Yeah, they're Um, off Joey Gallo onto the next outfielder. Speaking of, yeah, Joey Gallo was struggling there too. I love all the uh, stuff where it's like the Yankees since Joey Gallo got traded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, and then pitching wise, their bullpen's been shaky. Clay Holmes was like a all-star for them this year. Mm-hmm. He's he's been iffy. Garrett Cole's been up and down. Nestor Cortez has been average. Yeah, they're just they're not, I don't know. It's either if you're a Yankees fan, you have to look at it in two ways. Either you've already peaked and you're in a lot of trouble, or you're getting away with like some of this bad play already, and mm-hmm. then you still have the month of September to figure it out. So you you built yourself such a good um from like the past of this season you've built your record so well that you can kind of live with some of these losses even though they hurt the problem is the astros are ju- like literally juggernauts i think the astros are way better than the yankees i think so personally. too i i think they could beat them in 5 i even think who else is in the american league God, i forgot i guess it's I mean, just the a- a- al east <laughs> no one um, from the al central has a chance no, they don't. I, I agree with that. Uh, I would I would like to see the what the Mariners can do against the Yankees team. Mm. The Mariners are really surprising. They got people. Yeah, Luis Castillo and Robbie Ray are low-key better than – I'd say they're better than Cole and Nestor Cortez. Oh, yeah. I think – you know, I like Nestor Cortez. He's really fun and, like, the yeah. stuff he does. But he's not, like, elite in my opinion. Yeah. But, but Luis Castillo is nasty and Robbie Ray has been good. Trying to think who else is over there. Yeah, nobody Logan in Gilbert. the central. Logan, oh, for yeah, the Mariners. Logan, for the Mariners, yeah. Logan Gilbert, um, Marco Gonzalez over there, and George Kirby, uh, who's a top prospect for them. But Marco on Gonzalez. The, oh yeah, he's still with them. I thought he got traded. Yeah, he's been solid. He's been he's been solid. Uh, American League Central, though. You know, I agreed with you that I don't think any of them will do anything. The Guardians are sneaky. They um, should be good though. If you look at their team, like they have. Mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez, good. An- Andres Jimenez, my boy, yep. good. Yeah, yes, And then sir. also they have Ahmad Rosario at their shortstop. 
He's who's like really super good. good. I did a fantasy draft team on OB the show. I drafted him. I simmed to like July. He's batting like he's gonna be a starter for the All Star team. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> um, they they also strike good. out. They strike out the fewest in baseball. I saw that stat this week. Loki, um, honestly, I'm gonna take back. They can make some noise because they really if you don't could. strike out. You can win. What What do you think about the Twins? They picked up Tyler Molly. They have guys like Buxton, who's who's had a better second half. Correa. I think the Guardians are better. I think they have better position players and pitching. And then your your uh, opinion on the White Sox? I don't even know. Just underperformed all year, huh? Like Larusa walks someone when there's a one and two count again. So yeah, <laughs> which like I after he did that, I was like trying to think of every possible reason why you could. And I just don't get it. I know, like, if there's, if you're going to walk them, do it, like, right off the bat instead of having yeah. your guy throw some pitches. Yep. Yeah, I, I, um, I've said this last couple episodes. I had them in the World Series, and they've had injuries, I know, and uh, you can make that excuse if you're a White Sox fan, but a lot of guys have underperformed over there. And um, I know Lance Lynn is, uh, was really struggling. I mean, for those of you that don't know, I love Lance Lynn when he was here in St. Louis, and I, I still like AJ him a lot. would marry him. I loved Lance Lynn, guys. I loved him. Um, but he has he, he <laughs> I did not. <laughs> he had like a six eighty ERA, and now it's he, now it's much lower. He's had, he's pitched a lot better these last like four or five starts. Um, but yeah, should be interesting the last uh, month and a half, especially with Albert exciting. chasing seven hundred. Yes, must must watch TV Eat here away. in St. Louis. Also, like close. the Blue Jays in uh, Tampa, like Tampa's been had a lot of injuries. I think they're going to get some people back. They are. Is Glass now going to be back before the year ends? I was just about to say. I don't. I was going to ask you. I had He's no good. idea where where he was. He's so good. He's yeah. one of my favorite pitchers to play with on MLB The Show. You add him with like McClanahan over there. That's a good. Don't really they have good another good pitcher too? Yes, uh, they do. Um, is he hurt? I don't know, man. They do so many like oh oh um Drew Rasmussen. Yeah, but I think there's another guy too. Another one? By Baz. Shane Baz. Shane Baz. Baz right. or Boz, yeah. Yeah, I think he's injured still. Yeah. But yeah, they've they've been playing better as well. And the Blue Jays um won mm-hmm. two out of three in, against the Yankees. But um tonight is the Little League World Series game, Red Sox versus Orioles. That's always fun to watch. Um is it in Williamsport? It is. So it I saw a video. I, I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, I didn't know if they still did that or not. Adley Rushman was hanging out with all the kids and like That's seeing awesome. them all like like light up. That was really cool to see. The thing is, uh, a lot of them wanted his autograph. He had yeah. them all sign his jersey, which I oh, thought was cool. like, that was unique and cool. Yeah. Um, a couple things because we won't see you guys until Friday this week, uh, like like every week. Uh, a couple a couple series to watch though. Obviously, watch. Got to keep up with the Cardinals right now uh, in Chicago, but. The Mets Yankees should be very interesting. Um, big New York rivalry there. Hope there's one a brawl. Team's, one team's doing really well. One team's doing not very did well. Did you see so. Aaron Boone slap the table? Oh, yep, that I did. Kind of funny. Yeah, he's trying the to get man with the heart condition. He needs to calm down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then the other series I put down is the White Sox versus the Orioles. Because for me, the White Sox just have like roster wise. If we're going off names, they're better than the Twins and the Guardians. Just by names, I would mm-hmm. say Robert Abreu, Jimenez. I mean, they got they got dog Tim Anderson when he's healthy, but um, they're only like two games back of the 
of the uh, division still. So they still, I mean, it's just a wide open, yeah. wide open chance for them. And an Orioles team who's fighting for a, a wild card spot, which might be the, whoever their manager is, I can picture him, but I don't know his name. He's got to be manager of the year, right? Oh, yeah. He, they or have the, over. Or the Mariners. Scott Service with the Mariners, yeah. Yeah. That's very possible. Make the playoffs for the first time since like the 90s. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was like 2001 or 1999. It was with A-Rod yeah, it was 2001. Yeah. Edgar Edgar Martinez and them, yeah. Yeah, King Griffey. King Griffey, Randy Johnson. Yeah. yeah, but that's it for our baseball talk. Uh, let's move on to, to some Zach talk here. <laughs> college football, baby. Uh, today we have our college football let's go. playoff predictions. Uh, who who uh, we think is going to be the top four teams, who we think is going to win it, who's going to be our Heisman winner, and who we think is going to be the coach of the year. Zach, get us rolling. Uh, you want to start with the college football predictions or the uh, personal awards? Uh, let's just do college football predictions first. Okay. So I was kind of looking at this, looking at some of the rankings, kind of. I did some research on the teams, kind of just looking at them, feeling, just kind of looking at me like, okay. And I was uh, thinking of doing something, uh, making a little change in the college football playoff, but I got uh, the same four teams that I've usually been at the past, like, since it's originated. <laughs> I have, going into it, I guess um, my rankings for them going into it will be, um, or I'll do, I'll do this way. Alabama and Georgia are going to play each other. Alabama one, Georgia four. And then oh. Ohio State and Clemson playing each other. Ohio State two, Clemson three. Um, and I was really wanted to take Georgia out of it. I wanted to put like, I was kind of looking, I was like, Utah could maybe get into it. Um, Texas A&M had a really good, like number one recruiting class, um, bringing a lot of guys back, but I'm just like, I know Georgia lost a lot of people, but it's, I, I just couldn't, I don't know, even though I'm not super high on Setson Bennett, he Mm -hmm. is like more reliable. I don't even know who Texas A&M's quarterback is. So Georgia at four, um, Clemson, I think our defense is really solid and I think we'll be able to get back in it. It all, it honestly all depends if DJ can throw the ball, Mm -hmm. like throw a spiral in a general direction of where a wide receiver is, um, which would be very awesome. But (laughs) I think if DJ like struggles a couple games, it's going to be the Cade Klubnik show and he's going to be really excited because he doesn't. He's not scared to launch it. And then Ohio State, they have C.J. Stroud back, um, Travion Henderson, and uh, Jackson Smith, Najigba, and then Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like You have Bryce Young back. You got the transfer from Georgia Tech, Jameer Gibbs, who literally can run the ball a lot and catch the ball, do kick returns, and he played for Georgia Tech, and he had a ton of stats. And they also have like the running back from last year too back. They they're loaded at running back. I was, did a little research. They're like loaded. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of crazy. Um, they're gonna be good. And then they have who could be the number one pick in the draft, Will Anderson. Um, who literally had I don't know how many sacks he had last year. Maybe was, I think it may have been seventeen, or that's his career. I don't know, but he's like a beast. Um, yeah, but Alabama is going to be number one going into it. And then I guess for my championship game, I have Alabama versus Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to beat Clemson just because our quarterback play is so, like, we don't know what it's going to be like. 
if DJ can play like he did against Notre Dame when he was a freshman, I think we could win it all. Um, or if Kate Clumna comes in and plays like Trevor Lawrence when Trevor Lawrence was a freshman, <laughs> I'm getting those same vibes a little bit. So. Yeah. Um, but, and then I have Alabama beating Georgia. I think they just had more firepower this year. Georgia lost like a ton of people on defense. They literally had like 11 people get drafted or something crazy in the NFL draft. Yeah. Um, and I have Alabama beating Ohio State. I just think Alabama's defense is going to be better than Ohio State's. And Ohio State's defense is not going to be able to get enough stops. I think that game's going to be like, you guys, who can stop the offense at least once? Mm-hmm. You know, So I have Alabama. It's all coming around full circle because when we started our podcast in January, we were recapping or reviewing and predicting the uh, Georgia-Alabama Alabama, Georgia-Alabama game. And so it's kind of coming all full circle here. Um, anything else before I say mine? I will say this is the one year where, like, really, I think Alabama and Ohio State are the solidified in the college football playoff. But I think Clemson and Georgia, um, unfortunately for Clemson, like, it's not, like, for sure they're going to make it like previous years. So, like, there could be, like, two teams that we may not have been – haven't seen in the in the college football playoff before that could get in. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of exciting. It would be kind of cool to see, like, a Utah get in or, mm-hmm. like, a – I'm not a huge Texas A&M fan, but it'd be, I guess, kind of cool if they got in there. Yeah. Um, Baylor even, um, they've been playing well. So, yeah, it's exciting. But, yeah, for sure the best chance for some none of the usual suspects in the college football playoff to get in. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just going to build right off of that with my number four because I have Utah making it. <clears throat> and um, – Really, that's because so they started the year. They're starting the the year at uh, number seven in the country, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at their schedule, and they're playing in a Pac-12 that's not a powerhouse uh, league, and so they have a game later in the year, I believe, against number eleven Oregon. Obviously, they won't be ranked there then, but uh, current number eleven Oregon. I think that's a huge game because I think they can pretty much wipe through that league. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big game. There's also another game, but I forgot to put it down. That that's it's a big one that they need to win. Um, USC. They're my number f- USC. That's what it was. And you're forgetting so, probably honestly one of the biggest games of their season. It's not even in the Pac-12. You didn't do your research, AJ. Oh, the yeah, first game of the that? season they play uh, Florida at Florida. Okay. And Florida's not ranked, but it's Utah playing an SEC team in Florida. Yeah. In September, in the heat, about that's an hour tough. west of here. Yeah. And so, it's just like, um, a, it's kind of a different atmosphere than um, like a Pac-12 yeah. game. And just the defense is going to be a lot better than what they see in Pac-12 play. So. so so that's three, the Oregon game, the USC game, and the Florida game. Those are three games that. And then, of make course, like the Pac-12 championship. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If they get there. Um, but yeah, they're in my number four. I, I really think, um, obviously, people are high on them being number seven in the country. So I think. Um, looking at that Pac-12, they can make it. Uh, I have them playing number one, uh, in my opinion, Ohio State. That team's just loaded with talent. Um, my number, uh, my number three is Clemson. And you know what I think is the big game for Clemson? Um, I think if you guys beat Notre Dame, it's at Notre Dame, correct? Yeah. If you guys win that, I think you're in. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you guys lose that, I think it's going to be tough. The Pac-12 is, I mean, not the Pac-12. The ACC is a lot better this year than uh, 
last year. And I also saw a tweet that said uh, everyone's always saying how Clemson's schedule is really bad because they're in the ACC. Actually, um, for this year, our Clemson's strength of schedule is better than Georgia's. Just throwing that out there. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. We play NC State. We play Pitt, who's ranked. Or I don't think we play Pitt. It's psych. We don't play Pitt. Um, we play Miami. Uh, God, who else? Louisville is better this year. Notre Dame, obviously. We play someone else. I just, I just forgot. Oh, Wake um, Forest. Yeah, we play. We have four ranked teams on the schedule so far at the moment. But I had your Clemson Tigers playing number two, the Alabama Crimson Hide, and um, <clears throat> my championship game is Ohio State versus Alabama, the same as yours, right? Uh, yeah. And then you had Alabama winning. Yeah, I don't like Ohio I, State. I had Ohio State winning. So. Um, yeah, I think I think um you know with with Alabama losing, now that I'm thinking about it. Last year with Alabama losing, they're going to be hungry. Bryce Young's going to be hungry. I could see them winning that. Um I'm going to rock with CJ Stroud and that insane My team, big though. thing is Ohio State's defense is not like anything to be proud of. I would like yeah. not super great. Yeah. And Alabama's defense was really really good last year. And I think just honestly, just the name Will Anderson, just he could just pose problems by just murdering CJ Stroud. <laughs> yeah. He's a he's a uh, defensive end, right? Defensive end, outside linebacker, I think. So I just... pictured him at linebacker. That's what look. I kept picturing. My computer would um, work. Oh, very yeah. slow today. I put Ohio State, but I definitely I could definitely see Alabama being hungry and Bryce Young wanting that revenge before he goes to the NFL. Outside um, linebacker. That's what I kept picturing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He, yeah. Jeez. Monster. Let me get his stats up real quick if my, my computer's loading very slowly. He had, um, in 2021, he had 17 and a half sacks. Um, just for people to know, you only play like, he played like 13 <laughs> games. Last, the college, you play like 13 max if you make it to the championship or like 14. Or yeah, fourteen or fifteen, but that's over sack per game. And he is yeah outside linebacker. I want to see how. Oh my god, he's six four, two hundred forty three pounds. So just a, a NFL a body right there. Yes. <clears throat> um. So you had Alabama. I had Ohio State. Let's uh let's give our Heisman and Coach of the, the Year Ohio State here. <laughs> my my bad, the Ohio State University. Actually, um, no, Ohio State. <laughs> you can't uh build, you can't uh get yourself to say the Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, you you give your Heisman and Coach of the Year, and then I can uh, finish up with mine. All right, so I was thinking of going uh with Bryce Young back to back because you literally won Heisman last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going with C.J. Stroud this year. And my big reason to go in with him is Bryce Young lost his like top receivers, uh, Mechie and Jameson Williams, to the NFL. And so he's getting some transferred wide receivers and then some younger wide receivers. Um, so I don't – I his receiver game is not going to be as strong. And C.J. Stroud is going to have uh, – Jackson Smith and Jigba back who had better stats than the two wide Ohio state wide receivers who got drafted in the first round. So I think he's going to have fun throwing to him. 
And actually, for my Heisman, I had C.J. Stroud as number one, uh, Bryce Young number two, and then I had Jackson Smith and Jigwood number three. Because I think they're going to go off this year, and it's going to be crazy. And <laughs> then uh, for Coach of the Year, I have – if Utah makes the college football playoff, it's Kyle Whittingham, Whittingham from Utah. He's been there a long time. Um, number two, I have Dave Aranda at Baylor. If they, I think they won the Big 12 last year. If they win the Big 12 again – um, he could win coach of the year. God dang it, Paul DeYoung. Sorry. <laughs> um, he could win coach of the year, and if they win the Big Twelve, they could even sneak into the college football playoff. And then my next two are newcomer head coaches: Marcus Freeman of Notre Dame, and then Brent Venables, uh, for Oklahoma. They're putting good situations, and if they make it to the college football playoff, or have a good year. They're like just shoe ins to be. Um, coaches of the year. Yeah, well said. Um, I'm gonna rock with the same Heisman you had, C.J. Stroud. I think he's the, the got to be the favorite to win it. Yeah. I also, um, I think Bryce Young is a better. I think he's gonna be a better NFL quarterback than Stroud. Yeah. I think they're Bryce both will. not. They're both really good pocket passers. If you look at their stats, they don't run a lot. Only if they have to. And they're not big guys either, right? No, I don't think they're huge. I'm like they're just a normal sized uh QB, but um no, I had Stroud and really my reasoning behind that is I think it's so hard um to win back to back Heisman's if you're Bryce Young. And mm. also I feel it might be like the NBA MVP type thing where it's really I mean, we've seen it recently with like Jokic and Giannis. It's really hard to as a committee, I feel like you're obligated to not give it to the same guy. Yeah. Um. Because how many times have I don't I don't I should have looked it up. Is that it's got to be super not common to win back to back Heisman's, right? Oh God, I know what it is. I think it may have been Herschel Walker who won it. Johnny Manziel may have won it back to back. Oh my gosh. You know, I saw something the other day, and Johnny Manziel, it was like a a a, a picture, and it said. Uh, hype and it said production under it and yeah. the hype column had a full column and the, and the production column had no column under it <laughs> and and the question was what player do you think of when you see this and so some people said zion because he hasn't been able to stay healthy yet yeah johnny manzel was the most perfect answer i've ever seen the hype for johnny manzel was so much yeah. and he just wasted it all like, i know archie griffin how long ago was that? 1954. That's the only one? Yep. Yeah, I believe no so. <laughs> no shot for Bryce Young. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to rock with CJ Stroud also. Uh, but I did have a sleeper. Who was your two and three, you said? Najigba was third. and uh, Bryce Young and Najigba. Bryce Young, okay. Uh, my sleeper is B. John Robinson for Texas, the star running mm-hmm. back. And um, we put them both number one on our running back rankings. If you haven't seen that already, go check it out. Um, but this should have been my did you see it? Bijan came out with his own mustard. It's the instead of Dijon, it's Bijan. It's awesome. It. I'm a big mustard guy, so I like it. Um, but my coach of the year, uh, I agreed with you. I agree with your number one uh, pick because I had Utah in the uh, college football playoff. Kyle Whittingham, like you said, been there a while. And I think just um, Utah making the college football playoff 
puts them over the top because they're not a big powerhouse like Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. And so them reaching that kind of uh, plateau this year um, or milestone, I guess I should say, I think that'll get uh, get him that award. Um, but anything else college football before we wrap it up with some NFL here? Uh, of course I do. Um, just to get <laughs> everyone like excited, these opening – so the season starts this weekend. There isn't any top 25 teams playing, but there's like one game that has two teams that are in Power 5 basically. Or It's not really a game I will be tuned into. I may just tune in for a little bit just to see some – some guys with helmets run into each other. Get me excited. Um, but so this weekend, North, Nebraska and Northwestern play. Um, and they're playing in Dublin, which is kind of cool. So I mean, I'll probably tune in at 1230. And then the next weekend is when everything, all the games start coming and it gets very exciting, especially because uh, it is Labor Day weekend. So you get a longer weekend to sit mm-hmm. and watch some football so i guess some of the big uh games is oregon versus georgia i think it's at like 3 30 that day um that's gonna be exciting to see a pac-12 versus sec see they're both ranked i i didn't write the rankings down and my computer's too slow to go and find them but (laughs) they're both ranked and then another game that's kind of interesting that i'm excited for is cincinnati versus arkansas um, see how Cincinnati does after their college football playoff berth against an SEC team, which is exciting. Um, and then I put Utah versus Florida. Florida's not ranked, but I think that's a huge game to see. Is Utah like legit or not? See how they handle that. Mm-hmm. And then I don't completely butchered this game. I, for some reason, I put Ohio State. No, I put Notre Dame versus Ohio State. But that was not wrong. Oh, my God. What the heck? My Mozilla Firefox just like crashed. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, so I'm going uh, off memory now. Uh, so Notre Dame and Ohio State play. It's the ABC like Saturday night game. Probably game day is going to be there. It's at Ohio State. Um, that'll be a good game to watch. Those are, I think, all the ranked matchups except for the Utah Florida game. And then also on. Thursday, September 1st, Mizzou opens up their season at home against Louisiana Tech. And Mizzou, they named Brady Cook as their starting quarterback. He played, I think, around five games last year, um, replaced Connor Blazelak, who transferred to Indiana, who I thought Blazelak was going to be a lot better than he was, mm-hmm. but he yep. wasn't that great. I agree. Um, so it'll be exciting to see how they'll look this year. And then a big thing about Mizzou is I'm excited to see Luther Burden play number one recruit five-star receiver mm-hmm. um like it'd be it, it'd be good for mizzou football to get a guy who gets the fan base excited and hopefully uh his recruiter brings some more top guys in hopefully it doesn't um, turn out like uh michael porter jr did basketball wise or doriel green beckham that oh my gosh man as a kid I like. I, I mean, I, I follow Mizzou just to keep up with them. Now I don't watch them a whole lot. I keep up with their record and a couple players. But when DJB or DGB was DGB. here, and I was like, I don't know, twelve or something like that. Oh my gosh, I I loved him, loved or yeah, I loved him. Oh yeah, I I know so many old Mizzou players, but yeah, maybe they'll get a little. Uh, if Luther Burden can be. 
50% of what Jeremy Macklin could have been or like an mm-hmm. eighth of Jeremy Macklin. Yeah. Won a lot of games just yep. with him being on the field. So excited to watch how they'll play. And yeah, that's all I got for college football, but I'm pumped. We're going to have a lot in these next few weeks here. Next, I don't know, a few months, I guess. Uh, weekly news about college football. For anybody that really, really just deeply cares about how I feel, um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a team to follow and uh, I followed them a little bit in the past year, in the past years. Um, but, uh, Washington university, they're in Seattle. I'm a Seahawks fan. I think it's Seahawks. university of Washington, university of Washington. I apologize. Washington university is here in St. Louis. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at the team. And... It doesn't even know the actually name of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm researching it. And a lot of Seahawks fans are fans of the University of Washington, go Huskies. So um, I, I'm going to ride with that, I guess. They're, I've looked it up, and they're not supposed to be very good at all. But kind of like the Premier League, I ride or die with teams. Like the Wolverhampton Wolves, I've watched a couple of their, all three of their games so far this year. They have no, no striker at all. They can't score at all. But I don't like to just, I don't know. I want to ride with it here. So I'm going to ride with the University huh. of Washington Huskies. I already see... I already see the gears turning in Zach's head. <laughs> I'll just lay off. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, you ride with um, the same team. I literally, that's so funny, man. I guess I know you so well now that I literally see it in your eyes, what you're thinking. Um, but our last segment today is two NFL man, teams. The uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. Um so this is the the best division of football. We did the Broncos and the Raiders last episode. Uh, let's start with the Chiefs. I have them. Oh man, we have a lot of Chiefs fans that watch this. Uh, I have the Are Kansas we sure? City Chiefs. <laughs> I think so. I think so. A lot of a lot of St. Louis fans or St. Louis, uh, I don't know Cardinals fans, Blues fans follow the Chiefs because they're the most local team, and um, they're not going to like this man. I have them at eight and nine. Isn't that, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Dang, Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? That you is know, bold. I'll let you. I'll let um you give your uh your record, and then I'll go into it. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, that was spicy. <laughs> um, if you guys listened to our last episode, um, you guys could probably have a great guess at what I'll put the Chiefs at, and that is twelve and five. <laughs> um, but I think I don't know. I'm not counting them out. I know if I'll I'll put them low and I think they'll be bad, they'll be really good. I think they're still going to be good. Like you have mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, who's unfortunately very good at football, um, just does crazy stuff. But like their biggest question I put is obviously they lost Tyreek Hill, who is mm-hmm. ridiculous, and you just throw it to him behind the line of scrimmage, you know, go all the way for a touchdown. Yep. But they did address that question. They got Marquez Valdez Scantling, who's just a speedster and then Juju Smith Schuster, who I really hate because he does all the TikToks. So him and Jackson Mahomes will probably collab and I'll yeah. probably want to shoot them. <laughs> but um he was number one receiver at a time and hopefully if he would be smart he'd probably be hopefully be more mature and not be as invested in TikTok. And I think he's gonna be good. And obviously they still have Travis Kelsey where he always seems to be open. Like I've never Every time I watch them, I swear he's 
never covered up and he catches everything. He's ridiculous, yeah. but he is getting older, which I don't know how old he is. Let me just click on his name. 32. So he's getting older. Um, He'll still produce. It may not be as high of a level, but he's producing. And then my sleeper receiver for them, who they have really on their fourth string and on injured reserve, which I don't know why he's on injured reserve, is Justin Ross from Clemson. If he's even playing, I don't know why he was placed on injured reserve. So, yeah, he may not even be playing. <laughs> so, but he's my sleeper because he was really good to watch for their watch them mm-hmm. watch him in college and they also drafted sky Moore out of oh man i think it was western michigan i believe uh let me find it yeah western michigan i think he's supposed to be a pretty fast guy um so that adds to the receiving core like the receiving core is Really, they just don't have Tyreek Hill. They still have Mikkel Harmon, just a fast dude. They just load up on fast guys. They're like, let's run deep deep, and do crossing routes. And yeah, they just knock it out. And I say, I do say one of their other biggest question is their defense. Their defense wasn't great last year, and they lost uh, the Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Chris Jones is getting kind of older now. If I, I could be completely wrong. He's 28, so uh, not really. But he's super good. They need him to stay healthy for their defense to be good. Because when he came back after missing some of those games at the beginning of the year, they their defense started to um, play better. Um, Nick Bolton, Mizzou, former mm-hmm. Mizzou player, was is super solid at linebacker. And then they drafted Trent McDuffie out of your University of Washington Huskies. Yes, sir. I did um, know him. Lifelong I fan, did. AJ yes, there. <laughs> Um, so I think he'll be a good addition. I think they're going to be solid. They're going to win a lot of games just because it's the Chiefs and every team I don't like usually plays really good. So, yep, they're going to um, be really good. So I think the Tyreek Hill thing is not talked about. Even they enough. also have Josh Gordon on their team still. I think so. I put him down. Yeah, he's and a he's sleeper on their third string. Okay, ESPN. <laughs> Josh Gordon's a sleeper everywhere he goes. If he can stay out of trouble and stay on the field he's a he's still a freak um but they have the toughest division in football i look at a, a chargers team that which we're about to talk about here in a second um i think they're better i think the broncos are better because they added russell wilson and i also think the raiders adding Devonte adams um i think the i don't think the to, raiders are better Derek Carr's not so. on the level at as mahomes wilson or herbert like not even close to me personally I think the reason I have the Raiders better than the Chiefs is because really all three, I think the Chiefs don't make the playoffs at eight and nine, obviously at eight and nine. And I think they finished last in the division. Um, And that is because the Chargers have insane weapons. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Justin Herbert, Uh, the Broncos. They don't have the, they have potential with the wide receivers. Like we said, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Russell Wilson's great. Um, then they have a tremendous running backs uh, duo with um, Gordon and uh, Williams, Devontae Williams. And then with the Raiders, I, I agree. Like uh, even when we do our did our quarterback list, Derek Carr is not on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. Um, but getting Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver in football, Josh Jacobs is solid. Your guy Hunter Renfro's a stud. Um, Darren Waller, like those weapons. I think all three teams have better weapons than Juju scaling. Really? 
Hardman, in my opinion. Travis yeah, Kelsey. I know, like, I, literally, I say, he's I know the Kelsey. best tight end in the league. He is. He is. And they have Clyde um, Edwards Hilaire, Jarek yeah. McKinnon. Who else do they have? They also picked up Ronald Jones from the Buccaneers, which is a sneaky good that's, pickup. Yeah, it's sneaky for sure. Uh, but I also, like you were mentioning about their defense, I don't trust their defense. And, and losing a guy like Matthew, the Honey Badger, is big. That's big. Um, and I just think it's time for a – this could be one of those takes that really – you just got to be bold sometimes. You got to be bold. And so I'm going to be bold uh, against a team I really just don't like. <laughs> um, but I just think it's, it's time for um, a little decline here. Not saying that they won't win another Super Bowl because Mahomes is very young. AJ's still. little decline going from like thirteen and whatever <laughs> to under five hundred. So just a little bit of decline. <laughs> yeah, eight and nine. I'm gonna I'm gonna rock with that. Um, but let's move on to the Los Angeles Chargers, our last NFL team in the AFC West. Um, what what uh, divisions do we have after this? We just have one division left. AFC North. Yeah, is that it? Yes, yeah, that's it. All right. Uh, so the, for the season starts <laughs> exactly perfect timing uh los angeles chargers uh they're my number two seed in the afc i have them at 12 and 5 hey same really you just change it no is that what you had i put every single afc west team at 12 and 5 that's right okay i thought it was 11 and 6 okay no yep so 12 and 5 um just really their offense is elite um, Herbert, Keenan Allen, Eckler, Mike Williams. Who am I missing here, Zach? Uh, Probably somebody else in there. They signed Gerald Everett. I don't know if he's considered a weapon yet, but solid. He was he was solid in Seattle. I, I, he was really good. I thought he was really good for the Rams when he was yeah. there. I thought he was really good. Um, and defensively, I think they were ranked like 30th last year. Uh, but Derwin James, Khalil Mack, Bosa. Uh, is it Joey Bosa? Or Nick Bosa, yeah, Joey, Joey Bosa. Right? Um, I mean, that's just superstar talent. And they so, signed J.C. Jackson in the offseason. Exactly. Yeah, we ranked him in our – or what, why did we talk about him? Patriots defense. That's yeah, what we're Patriots. talking about. Um, so that's four of your 11 um, that are just stars. I know I know, Mac's a little older now, whatever, but um, I think their Mac. defense – what I say? No, I'm just saying, like, you said he's a little older, but I'm like, it's just Khalil Mack. He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's elite. Exactly. Regardless. And so, that, yeah, that's my point. With those type of superstars, you always have potential to be good. And so I think didn't wasn't Derwin injured most of last year? Yeah, he was out, like, all last that's year. A, that's a key. He's the best safety in football when healthy. So um, I think their defense has potential. Their offense is elite. I had the Bills better than them uh, in the AFC, but I think uh, my, the Chargers are my number two seed and winning the AFC West. Yeah, I think this is the year the Chargers get over the hump, get in the playoffs, because they haven't been in the playoffs to uh, Herbert's first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think they're going to get in the playoffs. They're going to make some noise. They just need Khalil Mack and Derwin James stay healthy. Those guys just all stay healthy because Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, that is probably the most the d- most dominant pass rush in the NFL, I would say. Yep. I agree. Um, and I didn't realize they picked up J.C. Jackson. That's a huge pickup for them. And their offense, as you said, are just ridiculous. Eckler's a beast, can run or catch. Keenan Allen, stud. Mike Williams. Like, I don't think you'd want really anyone else, maybe except Mike Evans, to uh, go up for a 50-50 ball. Um, and they have, like, solid, like, other receivers, Joshua Palmer, Jalen Gutton. Um, some other people I'd never heard of before. 
and their line. Oh yeah, they drafted a lineman Zion Johnson with their first pick. So, um, and he's supposed to be pretty good. So that's good for them to protect their their young quarterback. And uh, their running backs are pretty deep too. They drafted Isaiah Spiller out of Texas A&M in a later round. They have Joshua Kelly, who's been solid. And then they have the Mizzou alum, Larry Roundtree, who's another good mm-hmm. running back who scored a touchdown last year, which is kind of Mizzou cool. legend already. What a career yeah. he had. But, yeah, they're going to be good, I think. Really good. I'm so excited to watch them. I brought up the um, how Josh Allen's probably the favorite for MVP, but Derek Carr, I think, is a sleeper. Uh, how, how do you feel about Herbert, his chances to win MVP? I think he has a better chance than Derek Carr. What about what about him compared to like Josh Allen? I think he's just up there with Josh Allen. Are they are they the top two? You'd say. Um, you, you them two. You gotta there, throw Mahomes in there. Rogers. There's just so many good quarterbacks. There is. Um, Trevor Lawrence, you know, obviously. I would say Russell Wilson has a chance. Really, I can see it. I could see it, man. I could see him pulling out a revenge revenge tour there i just don't know um, if the broncos like receivers are like yeah they have to live solid. up to what they we think they could do yeah even uh heck if derrick henry comes back and rushes for like mm-hmm. a gazillion honestly no running backs will not win the mvp in the no. nfl <laughs> i mean john jackson if he has a uh, good year just because he can run too i know cooper cup was close last year yeah he was close and i'm thinking like a year like jonathan taylor just had um, but yeah, even, I mean, he can't get better than what he did last year. So like, yeah, there's no, there's no chance. It's gotta be, it's a quarterback's award to lose. Um, but on Friday we will be back and we will have baseball. Like always, we'll have some college football, I'm sure. Um, and then we'll, we're going to do, um, a couple AFC North teams. We don't know yet, but we will also do our top 10, uh, tight ends on Friday. And then the next week, we will have – it's the week before the season, correct? For college next football. Week for NFL. And that the no, next it's week? it's the week after, I believe. Okay, so we have time because uh, I want to do our MVP – speaking of MVP, I want to do our MVP predictions, Coach of the Year, Super Bowl, all that stuff. Um, yeah, let me double that, check. I believe it is like September – 11th is the first game, right? September 8th, Thursday night, Bills-Rams. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, Ooh, we have time. Yeah. I'm more worried about the uh, the twelfth man. The twelfth, Russell Wilson's return. Monday Night Football in Seattle. I watched the Seahawks last night, or I guess a couple yeah. nights ago, because I I mentioned on here. Goodness gracious, they're bad, man. They're so bad. <laughs> that was so sad to watch. They just can't score. Really? Like it was the Bears. They could not score. Um, Bears but, elite defense. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Um, that's all we have for today's episode. Um, thank you again for everybody following and joining us. Let's keep this thing growing. Hopefully we can get to a thousand on TikTok uh, in the next few days here, uh, be able to go live and kind of communicate with even more of you guys. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, anything to send us off with Zach, anything else to say? Uh, no football's back though. Let's do it. Say football's back. The Cardinals are hot. Our pool is going to hit 700 home runs. Yes, sir. Um, what a time to be alive. Yes, sir. Uh, so we'll be back on Friday. I'll be in Colorado for episode. If Conlon joins us, he'll be in Michigan and you'll be in Florida. So yep. 
Uh, we're all over the place. We're all uh, we'll all be really close to St. Louis and feel the energy in the city. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. <laughs> yeah. But on Labor Day, all right. we'll all be in the city. <laughs> I get, I can't wait till we can get all back together again. I thought those yeah. episodes were fun. So yeah, those were we'll fun. get back to that some kind of Thanksgiving Christmas break, hopefully. Yeah, that'll probably be the next time. But uh, everybody, enjoy your week. We will see you Friday. Peace out. Thanks to see you guys. Thank you.